Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. I'm Stephen. Today we are in Revelation chapter 6. Yeah, and uh, what we're seeing in Revelation chapter 6 is, is a people set apart by God. Yeah. Uh, so six of the seven seals have been released uh, from Jesus, right? Uh, and there's, there's great... Um, chaos and judgment coming on the earth. Yeah. Uh, but what we see in chapter seven are people sealed by the lamb. Yeah. People protected by the lamb, uh, but not necessarily protected from the tribulation they faced on earth. And this is a contentious thing. That's what one of the things people argue, it, right? It, it really is. So, uh, so in this passage, what we see is um, 144,000 from every tribe of the Israelites sealed um and then in verse 9 i think it's beautiful he says after look after this i looked and there was a vast multitude from every nation tribe people and language which no one could number standing before the throne and before the lamb Mm. they were clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and they cried out in a loud voice salvation belongs to our god who is seated on the throne and to the lamb Mm. I think when we both read uh, verses 9 and 10, we, we just kind of had the same thought. Uh, of this beautiful picture of the kingdom of God. Yeah. And and it not being just a Jewish people, yeah. uh, not just a Western people, but a people from every uh, nation, tribe, people, language. Yeah. Uh, and what we see is, is, is the... Like the victory of the church, right? Yeah, right. Because that means the church has gone out and has proclaimed the gospel, and these people have professed faith in Christ yeah. and are now part of the kingdom of God. Amen. Um, so yeah. I think I think there's two things that we can kind of tease out a little bit. One is the fact of the uh, the diversity of the people, mm-hmm. uh, the tribes, of the languages, of the tongues. And then two, I think the idea of, of a victorious church. Yeah. Uh, why don't you hit the first one? And you gotta have to say it again. The the idea feel <laughs> <laughs> <Neil> sick. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a moment to cough? Uh, no, you're good. Okay. All right. Now this idea that like you have the diversity of of tribes, of tongues, of yeah. nations, which are a part, uh, and this idea of the victorious church. Yeah. So. You know, when we consider nations, tribes, people, and languages, we're considering a whole earth. Uh, like you said, the 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 church has done what it was commissioned to do. Yeah. That they went out into the ends of the earth proclaiming Christ. And, you know, I think uh, it, it can be easy for any church um, anywhere in the world to get hyper-focused on their personal context. Mm -hmm. Like, we're here only to reach the people just around us. But I think one of the things that this teaches us is that our eyes have to go past just our local context, that we need this heart of missions uh, for the the ends of the earth. Um, Because the beautiful thing is, I mean, that's God's design uh, for this moment, for sealing these people, right? It should move us... uh, to the nations, you know, it kind of reminds me of John Piper's book, let the nations be glad, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and this really Piper's crying out for this, um, for this movement, um, 
this this fervor to not just hold the gospel where yeah. you're at, but to take the gospel much farther. Man, and it's such a hard prayer. Yeah. Right? Because it's one of those things of like, man, we're saying this, and it might be that parents are listening to this podcast with their kids yeah. or that parents are listening to it, uh, thinking about their kids and praying about their kids. It's like, well, how cool would it be if people from our church went to the nations? Yeah. And I say that, and I'm almost like struck with fear as I say it. Because we have kids. Because I have kids. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, but but yeah. then they can't live across the street from me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know? and, uh, but man, I, I, I do think that part of being a Christian means that we're we're looking beyond ourselves. Yeah. And we are a people who are to be like kingdom minded and yeah. kingdom centric. Yeah. Uh, which takes all sorts of dying to ourselves. Oh yeah. Uh, so man, I, I think, you know, I would be thrilled and honored and utterly terrified if, if my kids one day said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. Um, you know, we, we, our church supports a a young missionary in, in Guatemala. Uh, and, uh, she traveled after she graduated from college, like next stop, you know, tiny village in, in the mountains, in of the Guatemala. mountains of Guatemala, as a single young lady, right? Uh, you know, she's she's got you know two brothers at home, a mom and dad at home, and I think, oh my gosh, like that had to be so hard for mom and dad. Like yeah. I know they're proud, I know they're proud, yeah. but it's still a hard thing. Yeah. But it, it, it's still it's that it's that hard. Like being a Christian is hard. Yeah, it's constantly we have to die to ourselves. I feel like it's uh it's like we we are called to share our treasure, right? Yeah. You know, I think about Natalie who you're talking about. Um and she went to this mountainous region and for a Mayan people up in the middle of nowhere in Guatemala, right? But if, if she doesn't go, you know, yeah. will these people ever be filled with gladness and joy because they know Jesus? Yeah, you know, and it's like, man, if we understand the treasure we have, man, we're going to extend that out of love uh, for others because we re- we recognize the love that we first experienced from our God, mm. uh, and so it should drive us to yeah. the ends of the earth. Well, it makes me think of what he says. John writes in chapter seven, verses fifteen, uh, kind of through the end of the chapter. He says, "For this reason, they are before the throne of God." Right? They were. They uh, they washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb, right? So they came to faith. For this reason, they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple. The one seated on the throne will shelter them. They will no longer hunger. They will no longer thirst. The sun will no longer strike them, nor will any scorching heat. For the Lamb, who is the center of the throne, will shepherd them. I love that. The yeah. lamb, The Lamb will shepherd he will guide them to the springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Hmm. So there's this idea of like, man, yeah, like life on earth as a Christian, going to the nations is not going to be easy. Uh, you read you read mission stories about yeah. like Adoniram Judson or you know, yeah, Burma right. or some of these other guys going out. Um, uh, who is the one that went to South? I think it was South America. Uh, Jim Elliot. Yeah, Jim, Jim Elliot. You, you read their stories, and it's like, yeah, there was hunger, thirst. Uh, <laughs> it was hard. Yeah. But 
you know, the lamb of God is going to shepherd them. Mm. He is going to wipe away every tear from every eye and comfort them uh, and guide them to the springs of the water of life. Mm. Um, How beautiful is that? It's glorious. It's glorious. And so, man, like, let us be a church who who see past Harker Heights, Texas, uh, that we have a vision for the ends of the earth. And, man, I, I just pray that we would become a equipping center <laughs> uh, for the nations, you know. Uh, and I, I hope that is one of the things that marks us in the long term as a church body uh, because our response to that will always be worship. And that's what we kind of see towards the end of this chapter. That's the breathe in. Do you want to breathe out in prayer? Yeah, let's do it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this glorious gospel that you've entrusted us with. And we thank you for your son uh, who who has worked out that glorious gospel. Help us to be a people who uh, don't look only at our own interests. Help us to be a people who, only, who not only look at... Uh, the need of the gospel in Harker Heights, but help us to be a people with a global mindset. Uh, help us to become the type of people who would raise up, uh, man, those that are most precious to us, uh, that we might send them out for the gospel uh, and for the kingdom of heaven. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We'll catch you next time with Revelation 8.